Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guide books. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm finally, I think, recovered from our week away. Um, it was more like a week and a half. You're right. It was more like it a week like and a half. It was like 10 days away. It, it was. Actually. Um, and I feel like we, we hiked our little hearts out. And oh, we also we definitely We did. also indulged in all of the different breweries we could find. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To recap, I mean, we went to Colorado and dipped into Utah. Yeah. We went to... Rocky Mountain National Park, Black Canyon of the Gunnison mm-hmm. National Park. Capitol Reef National Park. And then we came back and did Mesa Verde mm-hmm. National Park and then the Great Sand Dunes mm-hmm. National Park. I guess you're Colorado and I'm Utah. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll uh, take it. <laughs> um, but on today's trail mix, it's all about trail hacks. Yeah. Things that we learned on this trip specifically. Yes. Mike, start us off with the first trail hack. Um, so I think one of the biggest things that we've learned over our course of our travels together is that when you are hiking at the end of the day, when you get back to the car, one of the nicest things to have at the ready is a pair of sneakers and an extra pair of like clean socks to change into. I think that you were the one that first initiated that i feel like you had had sneakers at one point in the car just because like basically the car becomes like a rolling suitcase for us absolutely um which actually is probably another good thing that we could tack on to this trail hack it's like just bring as much as you can in the car because you actually never know what you're going to need like i'm not saying bring your whole bag but have a variety of options um so that if you need to make a quick change you can make a quick change once you're back at the car after you've hiked something but the sneakers and the socks were like the biggest thing and you have a really nice bag that i'm often very jealous of because Mm -hmm. it fits a lot of things specifically your hiking boots so Uh, you always you always fly in sneakers and i often fly in my boots because i don't have that luxury that's right because we often 
like, you know, if we're going to like a significantly far away place and we have a time crunch, we'll often fly to that place. And then you wear your sneakers on the plane. No, so I wear my hiking boots. Yeah, on that's the plane. what I yeah. mean. You wear your hiking boots mm-hmm. on the plane so that you don't have to pack them and they don't mm-hmm. add to your carry on mm-hmm. bag. But anyway, yeah, the bag that I have is by Deuter and I love it. And there is literally a zip pouch at the bottom that I think is perfect for hiking boots. Oh, it is. It's totally perfect for hiking boots. Yeah. And on the way back, actually, I put your hiking boots in there, no, too. Because you were kind enough so I could wear sneakers on the plane. Because yeah. it gets uncomfortable like to be on a flight and like that. And after spending a week in them. And after spending a week in them. Which after hiking, yeah. uh, I don't know, down a 2,000-foot canyon. Yeah, and then yeah. back up, it's worth oh it's worth wearing them together (laughs) but yeah no i mean being able to pack a pair of sneakers or being able to pack a second pair of shoes i feel like the first trip we took i just brought my hiking boots and you were like no girl i got sneakers on sneakers sneakers. on sneakers i do i do i love bringing them with me we call them from mississippi tennis shoes yeah so i have uh i had two additional pair of tennis shoes i had this sort of like fabric pair of little sneakers that I had bought online and then I had this pair of new balances Mm -hmm. but yeah uh, being able to finish a hiking day go back to the car take off the boots and the socks and put on a new pair of socks and a new pair of shoes or a different feeling pair of shoes Mm -hmm. that are super comfy was just perfect and um, I also made sure that this is a second hack that because of that reason, I never wore my sneakers like out on a trail. Right. right, Because I didn't want to dirty them. I wanted them to like, just be like what I go to when I return to the car. Right. And I actually had like certain clothes that I never wore out on the trail. So I could return to the car. That's true. Take off what I had worn and put like, I did that all week. Like, you know, they yeah. were dirty by the end of the week, obviously. But being able to put, you know, clothes on that didn't see the wilderness was kind of nice. Yeah, no, I think that was something that I kind of did as well. I followed your lead there, too. I do find that, like, the availability of also keeping your hiking boots in the car means that, like, you're not tramping them into somebody's Airbnb house because that's what we often do. We stay, stay in Airbnbs at least this entire time. We were at Airbnbs, so it was nice to not have to like take your boots off when you walked in because our our shoes were clean and we were just like using them to drive or using them to like walk around whatever town we were getting dinner in. So, yeah, sneakers and socks was uh, a good quick change at the end of our trip. Um, what do you have as a hack? Um, well, this is a shout out to my mother because she is the one who advocates for this uh she ran a half marathon a few years ago and sort of lived on these and then i have adopted it into my life ever since which is icy hot patches i just live for the icy hot patches but i actually use this brand called salon paws is it like a a generic off brand kind of yeah. yeah and i think it works a little bit better salon paws patches i like if there's literally any part of my body that like is sore, I will put a patch on at the start of the day and then um, I will leave it on all day. I mean, eventually it'll probably like just sort of like twist itself off of you at some point. Like yeah, that's what happened to the one you gave me underneath your clothes, but whatever the medicine will stay in there. Mm-hmm. I had put them on my ankles, which actually didn't 
weren't in pain, but I knew we were doing a hike that would potentially hurt ankles. Right. So I put them there, but they were about an hour into that hike on fire. So I had to stop, take my boots off in the middle of this hike, take off the patches and put them, put my boots back on, Mm -hmm. which took some time, but whatever. Uh, But I do love those. Um, What is another hack we learned on this trip? Um, Something that was like really important for us was plastic bags. And plastic bags are something I always travel with. So I'm talking about like a food store bag. It's something that you can in your main bag, your main luggage, like, oh, here's all my dirty clothes. Like, I'm just going to throw my dirty clothes in here so it's not mingling with my other clothing. Right. Um, On a trail, it's like, oh, I have a plastic bag for the banana peel that I have that I'm not just going to leave on the ground because, because the whole object do not is leave, leave no trace, ground. basically. Right. Yes. Um, and we don't want to like disrupt the wildlife there um, or get them used to human food. But this time, plastic bags came in handy for a whole another host of reasons. And that was because when we were hiking in the Grand Lake section, um, we were snowshoe of hiking. Rocky of Rocky National Mountain Park. National Park. Well, we both said that funny. But anyway, when we were hiking in that section, we were snowshoe hiking. And that's something that neither of us had done before. You'll hear more about it on that episode. But our our shoes, our hiking boots, which are waterproof, were soaked through because the snow was just, you know, undoubtedly finding a way in because as the snowshoe was kind of flicking upward, it was flicking snow into the back of our boots. Yes. And also um, like going deep and also like falling into the snow sometimes also required uh, you know not it also made our shoes just super wet right and then it also made our socks wet yeah so we ended that first day of our very first day of hiking on this trip with boots that were soaked through now our Airbnb had a blow dryer, yeah, which so we had to blow dry them. I spent was, some time doing that was the process. Because, it was a process. Um, that blow dryer would get overheated if it sort of felt like it was if the hot air was blowing the back hot at air it. was blowing back at and it. Basically blowing hot air into a boot just makes it just blow right Return, back. Yeah. Right. Um, but the following day we were like, you know what? We are not going to have wet feet again. So what we did is we put our socks on, then we wrapped our feet with plastic bags, Mm -hmm. then put our feet into the boots. Now, a lot of people are thinking, oh my God, you'll probably make a sweat box for your feet. And boy, howdy. You know what? (laughs) It happened. And it is what it is. But Mm -hmm. our feet were not wet. Right. Our feet were not wet. Not not from outside sources. Just our own feet sweat. Just our own feet sweat. Yeah. So it was definitely a little bit of a stinky mess at the end of it all but it it was worth it make it worth it and then basically the end of that day i think despite the fact that they were wet and even though we had blow drying and they were still a little wet um the following day of hiking they were pretty dry like i was able to put my sock in and Mm -hmm. not have an issue there um so that was like a really important kind of you moment again. Exactly. These are all just making you look really good. Because, oh, please. Yeah. Well, I was... <laughs> shine that light on you. On our first hiking day, I had... I got so frustrated because I was... It was the first time I was trying out wearing tights while hiking, which a lot of people do. And I've seen it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. And I have all these running tights that I used to wear when I would run long distance. And I was like, I really want to recycle these and see if because uh, I'm not like wearing them as pants in my real life. Oh, really? You don't wear um, <laughs> your hiking um, or running tights out in the right, world as pants. teaching. And I just have a really oversized shirt that mm-hmm. I wear on top. 
And you have the leg warmers and at I the bottom. And I have like a really big like mm-hmm. set of sunglasses and a sun hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. The, Sounds like the 80s right. just exploded all over you. So obviously the tights will uh, are, you know, tight around your ankle. You put your foot in the shoe and then the snowshoe was like flicking snow inside of the boot. And that was just making me crazy. And so finally I took my buff off and I wrapped my buff around the seam of my shoe, um, you know, where m- the top of my boot and, um, and that prevented it from getting in there. And then you were kind enough to give me your buff as well. And I right. wrapped it around and that did really fix everything. Yeah. Um, so that's another hack. Um, but that is how I would wrap my shoes so that snow did not get inside. Um, another trail hack was we discovered some fun things about layering clothing this mm-hmm. time. Uh, prior to uh, this trip, I went to our favorite place, Sierra, Sierra Trading Company, who's not an official sponsor. Yeah. But Sierra Trading Company, we love you guys. And um, I found this trail vest and I was like, oh, this could be fun. Because the thing about clothing on hikes, especially if you're, you know, I feel like everybody would want to bring their phone with them, one, for safety, and two, to take photographs. Mm -hmm. And um, I know I get really nervous if my phone is in a pocket that does not zip closed. Right. So I exclusively buy clothing that has zip pockets. Mm -hmm. And um, You have a zipper fetish. I do have Mm -hmm. a zipper fetish because I want that phone safe. Right. I mean, you're definitely not Amish. That's so, for sure. <laughs> so the only buttons for right, them. The, um, the vest that I found was this like black vest that um, zipped down the center, but also had two zip pockets on the sides and I could put my phone there. The other great thing about that vest was like, um, it wasn't like it kept me warm a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like I would have a shirt then that vest or sometimes not at all then a jacket (laughs) and then if it got hot i could like either take the vest off or i could just take the shirt off and wear just the vest Mm -hmm. it was like a chip and dale's routine folks right exactly Mm -hmm. i would always play you know the music Mm -hmm. you know like olivia newton john's let's get physical when i would ever whenever i would change but yeah, what is our next trail hack, Mike? So this is something that uh, I got for Dusty this year for Christmas, and I thought it would be really good for us to have. So we have recently started to do more live episodes, and a live episode um, is really when we're recording out on the trail. Sometimes it, it happens that we are recording that live episode, and then we'll post that episode like thereafter pretty immediately. pretty immediately. But we actually did a live episode that will be posted pretty late, um, or much later than when we we hiked from, um, Black, from Black Canyon, Canyon and the at the Gunnison. But one because thing we oh. actually like um, try to like sort of organize, um, you know, the episodes and the journey through these national parks in a way that feels um, that like it makes sense. So uh, so Black Canyon at the Gunnison is coming, and when it does, there will be a live episode. Right. So one thing that kind of was something that I was very aware of is that. When we did our live episode in Smoky Mountains, um, 
Dusty's battery died pretty quickly um, just because we did a lot of recording on that episode and we were also taking a lot of photos and same thing with my phone. My phone's a little older. Um, it's, you know, I'm not living that 5C life anymore, but you know, it, it you is beyond. I did. I did. And I got a lot of heat for that, but um, it is, it's, you know, I should get an upgrade anyway the battery doesn't last as long. So one thing that I was looking for for Christmas for Dusty and then something that the both of us could use while we we're out hiking is a solar phone charger. Um, so it is something that like if we were hiking, we could definitely use if we were stopping and we needed to get a, a little bit of a boost on our our phone. We could always like when we were sitting for lunch or sitting to snack, just let that sit out and kind of like absorb a little bit. But I right. think you also had charged it. You pre-charged yeah, it, right? Because it is pre- a battery that holds the charge. There is a battery yeah. that holds the charge and you can pre-charge it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, you just need to take it out of the bag so it absorbs the sunlight. Right. And so, yeah, and then you can charge your phone from right. there. And it also had a compass and did it have a flashlight on it too? It, yeah, it yeah, had both. It had both. Mm-hmm. And like on top of that too, I think for... So that was like a Christmas gift. And I was like, I'm just going to just keep buying trail stuff for Dusty because it's hard. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. So now it's just like, what do we get one another? Sure. You know, and so you have to get creative sometimes. So I got this like paracord bracelet, mm-hmm. which we brought to that yes. um, has a compass. It has a mm-hmm. flashlight. It had a whistle. It had a knife. So that was like a nice little like almost like Swiss Army bracelet that right. was helpful or could be potentially helpful. Right, right. Um, we definitely didn't use it as much we as we... didn't use... And we never ended up using the compass. Right. We almost we used almost the did, compass though. because there was a trail in Black Canyon Gunnison where we got lost. Right. And so More we to come. almost needed that compass. Right. But luckily, we ended up finding our way. Mm-hmm. Um, the next trail hack that I wanted to mention is... Uh, there was... Speaking of that long hike we did at Black Canyon... Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to be on a hike that was going to be at least six hours long. And on a day like that, like, you know, we both have three liter bladders that we carry with us in our hiking bags. I was a little concerned that we would run out of water. But what you can do is fill up that water bladder. And then in addition, any additional bottles like of Diet Coke, for instance, that you might have, you know, had <laughs> for and are empty, mm-hmm. you can fill those up with mm-hmm. water. Also put those in your bags. Yeah, you're going to end up with a heavy bag, but then you are less likely to run right. out of water. And then them shoulder exercises. And then them shoulder exercises. <laughs> exactly. Right. Your fierce feeling all them shoulders. Fierce exactly. popping shoulders. Often this time on this trip, we would have a full bladder plus at least two other bottles of water right. each right. in our bags. Um, and this also uh, is a nice fun hack for the plane ride on the way back, mm-hmm. which is you cannot take water through TSA, but you can fill up Wa- something like you can fill up an empty container with water once you are through TSA to right. get onto the flight. So you could go through with an empty water bladder, then fill up your water bladder, and then you have water for the entire flight. Right. And then you can just get up to pee the, all the whole time, time on the plane. So just make sure you got that aisle seat life, living that aisle seat life. The whole time. Right. What else is a good trail hack to have, um, Mike? So I think this is something too that we recognized we should be more conscientious of in the future um, and something that we have definitely been eyeballing um, 
on our last two trips. And that is keeping some sort of toilet paper or mm-hmm. paper towel or some sort of napkin in the car um, mm-hmm. and in your bag because you never know when nature might call. And also, um, you know, saving, do, you know, the grandmother thing that all, all of our grandmothers taught us to do, which is save the napkins oh, yeah. that they give you anywhere. But yeah, anytime, you know, if say you have a McDonald's breakfast, saving the napkins from that breakfast. Because you might need those napkins again in you eight hours. You might need them again in eight hours. <laughs> because of McDonald's. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is something that is, it's versatile to have that. Um, it's something that we haven't done. I think we've talked about it. Like, I think there was one time, I'm just going to like call myself out where I was like, I definitely was like, I could, you know, definitely have a need for a bathroom and there was no bathroom around. And what, what are we to do? Um, there was a hike that I took when I was hiking to Machu Picchu, um, when I was in Peru and I definitely ran into some stomach issues and we were not near any sort of bathroom. And I did have like toilet paper and napkins with me and thank God for that because, what was I to do if I didn't? What were you? What to was do? I to do? <laughs> I think of that sign that we saw in Yosemite that said, you know, if you're going to do it, don't do it like within like 20 feet of a water source. Oh, yeah. Like go further away, dig a hole into the ground, do it, and yeah. then um, cover it up. Right. Because sometimes, unfortunately, especially when you're on a long hike, even though you may have given the old college try before you've left. Um, sometimes, you know, our bodies just betray us. We call it, um, working on your early morning physical shitness. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, let's talk about physical shitness as a hack, because I think that is an important hack. Yes. So tell me what physical shitness is in your own words. In my own words, that is when you (laughs) wake up in the morning and Mm -hmm. then you, uh, you go have a bowel movement. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is like, so... Uh, profound that uh, you feel like, oh, well, I've just already lost weight, so I don't need to go to the gym today. Yeah. That is what I call working on your physical shitness. Mm-hmm. Even though, yes, we, you know, exercise regularly, everybody, obviously. <laughs> but, um, and then it but may improve you know your that physical feeling, shitness. And yeah. then you, right, exactly. Right, right, right. What is it in your own words? Um, in my own words, it's like making sure you dump out before you're on the trip. <laughs> there you go. Literally. So I mean, that way you don't you run into about. the issue where you need toilet paper because you're on a six mile hike or a six hour hike. Right. Because Lord knows the bathroom is going to call. It will. And, yeah. um, and you know what I have to say is that Rocky Mountain National Park had some of the most lovely like pit toilets. Like all of my pit toilet experiences were really beautiful. Um. I think you're going to backpedal that because Why? I think you're thinking that it was actually Black Canyon because oh, I did not Black see. Canyon? I'm gonna call you out, Rocky Mountain, because oh. you were like, with oh, the that's right, they didn't of have, they did not have bathrooms. There was at like Rocky Mountain. There that's were right. like you had to go back to the visitor center. Like there every like, time, there were so many trails that we've been on that like, oh, here's a pit toilet or here's a a toilet with plumbing like black canyon at the gunnison had lovely bathrooms lovely pit toilet experience you know that's what it was as lovely as a pit toilet can be oh i'm sure or the pit toilet exactly um (laughs) but yeah i mean i do find i i found that to be a little interesting because i feel like most 
most hikes we'd been to, even if the bathroom happened to be closed because we were off season, like in that part of the park, I'm like, oh, at least there's a bathroom at this park and this trailhead. But Rocky Mountain was like, oh, no, go to the visitor center and use no the bathrooms. bathrooms for no you. bathrooms for you. And Rocky Mountain's a well, big we national saw park. some over on the like Grand Lake side. I saw one on the at Grand, Grand Mountain. Was, no, that no, wasn't even... the Colorado River Trail. Oh, that's right. There was Just one right the there. Just the one there. Yeah, you're that's right. It. Other yeah. than that, no. Yeah, no bathrooms for you. And I think the last thing, the last hack that I want to say is like, you and I are both sort of like... Crazy uh, people. Crazy, like um, fully committed kind of, we go... Type A. We We arrive, we hit the ground running and we just like go and go and go and go and go and we don't stop when it comes to like because we love hiking we love walking we love you know being outside we love all of those things and right and we also try to you know optimize our vacation time as best we can right and so we are often trying to say like okay well we can get up early and we can do this one hike and then we can like eat a sandwich and then we can run to the other end of the park and we can do this other hike and that's going to take us four hours and then we can come back and on our way out we'll do this other hike right so that's all me libra scheduling by the way that's you libra <laughs> scheduling and me capricorn thinking about you know like the organization of where things are in the right. park and what makes most sense but we did something this time which was i'm glad we prioritized right. which was one giving ourselves a little bit of a break sometimes mm-hmm. and also like finding like like we found the lovely hot springs to go to one night in Colorado that was really lovely and then um, there was another one we found on another day like um and our bodies really loved the rest bed mm-hmm. yeah i think one thing that um this is the first time where we really have done this for ourselves where we did take the time to be a little kinder to ourselves um, and to not run at a breakneck pace. And I really think that for you and I, our trip to Smoky Mountains this past November was like a big wake-up call there where it was like, oh, we just drove 12 hours through the night. Okay, and now we're going to hike two days. Okay, and now we have to drive 12 hours back through the night to get home. Right. So I think we we kind of have recognized that we can't continue to operate at that pace because Not as, we, pace, as we no. near our 85th year on this planet, exactly. our bodies just aren't up for it anymore. No. So Because yeah. you know what? We're not 26 years old no. anymore. We're 27. Yeah. We're 27. <laughs> that is a Trixie it's, Mattel yeah. joke. I mm-hmm. cannot take credit for that joke. Um, so yeah, no, I think I think taking like a day or taking two days like we did it in the middle of the trip and we did it actually at the end of the trip and finding something that you can like reward your body with that you know is gonna like make your body feel less sore or good something Um, we have not explored but also like the reward of sleeping in right we did not do that this time but one could that is one (laughs) simple way to do (laughs) that that's an easy free way to do it hot springs are not nearby or anything like that right Right, sleeping in, taking it easy. We're going to end this trail mix with a game. It's a weird one. It's called Three Dates. In this game, you have to choose among a pool of people who you would choose as a wedding date, um, who you would go on a blind date with, and who you would bring to a funeral as a date. And today we have to pick from the Avengers. 
Okay, so I would choose as my wedding date mm-hmm. uh, Chris Evans mm-hmm. um, because uh, he was my choice. Too. He was your choice <laughs> because in um, every interview I've ever watched with him, he just talks. He about looks gorgeous. How much he loves <laughs> dancing too. So there's that. Um, yeah. The blind date, I it would be Paul Rudd because I mean he's the dreamiest. Mm-hmm. And then for a funeral date, I would want someone who is just going to be a pillar of strength the whole time mm-hmm. while I am just a weepy, sobby mess. And for that, I'm going to choose Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you went with a lady. I went with a lady. I was thinking about a lady, she too. she is just like, to me, she just is like the embodiment of security. Mm. Like, when you look at her, you're like, you know exactly who you are and what you do well. And like, I just want to, like, I, I want an ounce of that. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Okay. So... My wedding date is the same. It was, you know, Hottie Chris Evans. Hottie Chris Evans. Hottie Chris Evans. Um, I think my blind date would actually be um, Chris Pratt because I feel like he would be a good time and like a good laugh. Like I feel like he is someone that would be funny and like keep me entertained on a blind date and make Mm -hmm. me feel a little less nervous about that blind date. The gay internet may like you know, I may have canceled him. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For he and, uh, uh, Anna Faris. No, he and, um, Catherine Schwarzenegger. No, 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 no. He and Juno. What's her name? Ellen, Ellen Page? Page had a, had a tiff. And, oh, um, he responded in a very sort of like toxic masculine way. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, these are things. <laughs> things I didn't gay know. Inter- the gay before. internet was not Will happy this come up him. on my blind date? It I might. might. It, it might. might. It might. And then I think um, a good funeral date. Paul Rudd was also in my canon there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he would be a, a good funeral date because I feel like he would be able to um, keep me cheery and entertained. Um, and also he's just forever young, so he's never going to die. Never. So he will be amused by going to a funeral because he just won't understand what it is because he's discovered the fa- fountain of eternal youth. This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often. And that adventure is always out there. Follow us on Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. And if you have any questions or tips about trails, you can email us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. All original artwork featured on Instagram is by Michael Ryan. All original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman with Mariella Klinger. 